Hello everyone. Thank you for tuning into Spaceonomics, Frost and Sullivan's exciting podcast series highlighting key disruptive technologies, innovative business models, promising growth opportunities and other intriguing developments in the space industry. This is Prachi, research analyst with Aerospace Defense and Security team. In today's episode of Spaceonomics, we are going to cover the topic of mega constellations versus space debris. There was an announcement by ESA about the maneuver being carried to mitigate the risk of collision of ALIS with Starlink AV satellite with a probability of collision of about 1 in 1000 as calculated by ESA. As per the Socrates, which is satellite orbital conjunction reports assessing threatening encounters in space, the two satellites were expected to be near with a distance of about 4 kilometers with a relative velocity of 4.4 kilometers per second the probability as per them for collision was about 1 in a million the starlink kv satellite is one of the two satellites that were planned to be deorbited by spacex to test their propulsion systems starlink's satellite has an onboard automatic collision avoidance system however this public announcement by esa has given rise to the question of risk of collision and space debris by mega constellations to address this issue first i would like to bring to light that there are many maneuvers that are done constantly for station keeping and collision avoidance but are not publicly reported the probability of occurrence of collision is being tracked and informed to the involved satellite operators due to the lack of space safety regulations in space with this announcement esa was trying to bring into light the development of collision avoidance systems on satellite with artificial intelligence with its space safety initiatives as well as focus on space debris issue that can be generated by mega constellations how pressing is this issue we are talking about 20425 satellites being launched over the next 14 years in the earth looking at these numbers the concerns are congestion of the orbits possible interference and space debris here we are focusing on space debris and related risks as per the current regulations we have a requirement of satellite to be deorbited in span of 25 years The lifespan of these satellites is much shorter span somewhere between 2 to 5 years and the requirement for replacement of these satellites to maintain the services drives faster deorbits of these satellites this creates an opportunity for a business case to address deorbiting services also the current constellations have recognized the need for sustainable space and taken actions to mitigate the risk for example let us consider oneweb started a responsible space initiative which is a framework of principles and best practices which oneweb and other companies can use for sustainable space starlink constellation with the size of about 12000 satellites has proposed deorbiting system on board that will reduce the deorbit time also 
The recently announced Cuper Systems has mentioned the deorbit of satellites in 10 years. Thus, we can see sustainable responses from the mega constellation satellite operators. Also, recently the UN has accepted 21 guidelines for sustainable use of space. As per these guidelines, the member states need to establish strict legal framework for debris mitigation in space. This was after the initial debate that was initiated by failure of five satellites out of 60 Starlink satellites launched, and this had driven the policymakers to question the space debris problem and possibility of revision of current deorbiting requirements. However, modification in deorbiting requirements is still a wait and watch. What is also obvious is that the mega constellation operators are profit-oriented commercial businesses wherein they need a persistent access to relevant space sets to deliver the downstream services. Irrespective of the regulations, these operators will need to clear the orbital slots regularly so as to keep up with the replacement phases. This means that even without the regulations, small satellite operators will have to deorbit their satellites on a regular basis to enable sustainability of their business. The mega constellation operators are therefore including this concept of sustainability from the initial stages and they are installing onboard operational elements to establish a safe and a sustainable operations in the space. They will, however, need the support of dedicated deorbiting services over the long term as the constellation sizes grow. This will eventually create a room for a new segment of space industry focusing on dedicated deorbiting services. What is interesting to note is that apart from existing onboard deorbiting capabilities, the dedicated services are largely going to involve small satellites. To conclude, the LEO constellations addressing the demand of the market generated for Earth observation data and connectivity requirements. If best practices are being followed by the space industry players that will enable sustainable use of space and space debris can be minimalized by active deorbiting. On that note, I hope you have enjoyed this session. For any queries related to our research and analysis, or growth partnership services, reach us at digital at frost.com.